you know what, G1? You think you're so good, and you always do the intro, and you think you just, you just kill it every single week. I'm sick of that, okay? <laughs> I, I, I don't kill it every week, all but about two. <laughs> but regardless, <laughs> it's my turn. It's my turn to, okay. to be the all number right. one guy, okay? Forget oh. G1. I'm G1 right now, okay? okay. I'm going to intro the show. All right. Do it. All right. Here, here we go. This is uh, the the G one the Vietnam. Cut, cut, cut. All right, take, take 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 two. Do it again. Welcome to the G one. Cut. Just a minute. Let me do this right. Let me do this. Okay, take take three. Welcome to Vietnam Fantasy. F- uh. <laughs> you cut, cut. What is this like? Take whatever. So take whatever. All right, take thirty. <laughs> <sighs> Again. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm done. Do you want me to do it? Yeah. I mean, you you want to hear a pro? Yeah. Do it. Are you sure? Yeah. You are listening to the number one podcast in Vietnam Nation, so do not go away. Because we are G1 and G2. Welcome to the Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, the two Gs, Mark and Drew. Screwed up. Screwed up. The music bed was just a little bit too high. Yeah, I didn't notice. I'm Sorry. sure Thomas will notice. No, you're still good. You're, you're, you're fine. We had some fun with that, didn't we? Yeah. So, and by the way, last week was a milestone. Number 25. Do you guys know what number 25 represents? No, no takers? No takers? Okay. 25 episodes last week. We did not make a big deal of it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, 25 episodes. I just thought maybe tonight we'd talk a little bit about it. So, what have been your takeaways? What have been your highlights, your lowlights? Obviously, uh, screwing up the intro, but uh, <laughs> what, what? looking back, what, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, gosh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and I think... Probably our intros tend to be, you know, kind of some of the standout things that we've done. So those those have been a lot of fun. Um, when we've had interviewees, uh, it's always been really cool having a, a third party be involved. Um, you know, it comes to mind having Trey Wainwright on the show. That was super, super cool. Great. Um, I remember the uh, the big grandmama episode with, uh, with Dylan being the worst team in the league at that point. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Just hang hang on. Hey, this is Dylan's grandmama, and you boys just think you're cute. Think you're well, cute. <laughs> let me tell you, my Dylan is special. Special. <laughs> you talk about him having no wins. Well, now, he's a fine, he's fine, a fine boy. Fine boy. I believe it. He's a fine, fine boy, Dylan. You listen to your grandma, my you hang in there, sweetie. 
Everything oh will be just fine. <laughs> That's all I have to say. So you can go back to your little cute <laughs> No, wait a minute. A cute little game. Oh, I, that's so great. I'm sure Dylan's glad we brought that up out of the archives. Last year, we, I mean, I looked at the, uh, I was going to say downloads, but in our Buzzsprout hosting platform, it gives number of plays. That was the number one listen to episode. So I, hear, I think I know what happened. Dylan probably told grandma and <laughs> grandpa right. and cousins and family members. So the, most of those people that listen, it's from his family, right? <laughs> right. And I, I don't that, know. That, yeah. that was a fun. That was great. Uh, I, I also, I hated that episode because I screwed up the mics. We had it too. I had it too high. So we were clipping. And so Landon or not Landon, but Thomas, he knows the concept of clipping too high. And I did everything I could to get that to sound right. That was the only part that sounded okay because it was pre-recorded. It's still memorable, though, for sure. Um, so fa- any favorites? Any Anything that stands out? They, uh, it sounds bad, but they kind of blend together just they because do. it's been a year, and a lot of things have happened since then. Um, obviously, that one from uh, that the one with uh, the grandmama scene definitely stands out. My favorite probably was, it was Thanksgiving week. So I think last year we were generally recording these on Friday evenings. And so you were down in Little Rock. And I don't think we had the technology set up just quite rightly for us to call it in, you to call it in. I still wanted to do the show. I think I had an interview with somebody, can't remember. And then we did something. I heard a piece of music I really liked. So, and that's how I come up with some of these segments. I'll hear music I like. I think, oh, this would sound good with that music. And I thought, that's it. That's it. I'm going to do a Thanksgiving tribute. And I had at least three of you email saying, that was good. Mm. And I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed putting that together. That was fun. And we will be doing it again. We'll probably use a lot of the same script. You know, some of it's uh, dated or it's applicable. Like, for example, Dylan, I mentioned his yep. his uh, his losses at that. But we'll tweak it. But we will be doing that Thanksgiving tribute again, kind of make it a, a tradition. So anyway, that was fun. So congratulations, 25 episodes. So actually, this is number 26. And let's talk hype for a little bit. Yeah. So going into 2019, what was some of the hype going into the season, whether it be teams, individuals, other? I would say... Couple thoughts, uh, team wise, uh, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, <coughs> uh, I got him. I got him. Uh, Antonio Brown comes to mind. Um, I don't know, possibly Mitchell Trubisky uh, for the Ooh, Bears. Oh, I didn't have him written down. Good one. Um, those are the ones that come to my mind off the bat. The reason I thought of this was my guy, Carry On Johnson, went down two weeks ago. 
Yes. So he's on IR. So that meant who's the next man standing, Ty Johnson. So all of a sudden, everyone out there in Podcast Nation, anyone that does blogging in fantasy football, Ty Johnson, Ty Johnson, and good for JB, he picked him up. Yep. And I don't have the points in front of me, but I don't think he even got he didn't six do, points, he didn't five do much points. of anything this last year so, or this last week. A lot of hype, but fizzle, fizzle. Projected 9.8 for this week. I do, and again, I did put down the Cleveland Browns. I'm trying to think, is it Baker, Mayfield? Yeah, Baker. Or is it, or is or it just... Uh, the team, the calling. Yeah. I mean, Odell Beckham just isn't even getting the ball. And, I mean, kudos to him. He hasn't been much of a uh, negative voice for the team at all like he was possibly on the Giants team. So, I mean, I think he's just doing what he can. And I have, I know we try not to talk about our teams on the show. Last year, I picked up a couple of weeks before he started being noticed, uh, Dante Pettis. By the way, I think someone drafted Dante Pettis in 2018 last year. And I can't remember who it was. He got dropped. I picked him up about two weeks before he started picking it up. And I even started him. And he actually did he, he did pretty well. So I'm thinking going into the offseason, hey, this is a guy for the future. He was written about extensively. You talk about hype. Even there in 49ers town, he's been fizzled. I mean, oh, yeah. nothing. Read an article this morning, had to head out to Springfield, just got back. So we're doing this late tonight, so I'm a little fatigued. Hopefully I'm not, we're not coming across, or me coming across flat. Uh, But I read an article this morning before headed out, and it was about, do you play your best players, or can you fill in the blank? Or you look at the matchups. Look at the matchups. And I'm around you enough G2 to take a look at the matchups. What's the right answer? I think it's not the right answer or it's the same answer for everyone. If you don't have a deep lineup, then you just need to play who you got regardless of the matchups. Obviously, if you have the luxury of having a deep bench, um, AKA the Chris's, the Thomas's, um, you know, you can look more at the matchups and determine you know, who you can stick in that, you know, flex spot or whatever it may be and be willing to bench someone that usually is decent, but they're going against maybe a top five ranked defense. I think it just kind of depends. Um, a lot of times I'll look at how they've done against bad matchups in previous weeks, and if they did well and, and beat that that uh, that bad matchup, then, hey, I'm going to be willing to play them. That's a good point. Sometimes when I look at defenses and I try to figure out okay, is this defense going to do poorly? And sometimes even, you know, even ESPN gets it wrong right. on some of these matchups. Right. So I do try to look at the defenses on, on the matchups, mm-hmm. but and sometimes it's it doesn't come to fruition. Right. And sometimes you also got to think, how did the defense get the rank they are? Was there maybe one or two games only where they, you know, did really well or, for instance, really badly, and it might look like a really good matchup, but all said and done, it's actually you know a tough matchup, especially if you're a wide receiver and you're going against a. Sp- he's going to be you know playing against a particular cornerback or a DB, then 
and he might not be the best matchup, even though it appears on paper that it could be. Quarterbacks, very important, correct? On the For matchups. sure. Oh, yeah. Running backs? Running backs? I think so. And then wide receivers? I would say definitely the wide receivers. I think that might be the biggest. Like, running backs, you can get along because you get the passing and rushing. Then even with a bad matchup, then, you know, you're going to have a chance. But I'd say wide receivers, you see the most often, you know, getting uh, getting locked up by, again by a, by a really good defensive player. And we've we've haven't hit tight ends. Why is it that some defenses do better against tight ends and some don't? Well, I don't get that. I don't know football well enough, but I think you know defenses that leave the field open in the middle more. So if they play more zone defense, then you might have a better tight end matchup. But I don't really know enough about football in general to to say that with certainty. But that's kind of my guess. So we have a little bit of an abbreviated show this week, and part of it's my fault being in Springfield, <laughs> and and I'm just I'm just dragging a little bit. Um, it was a good event. I, I threw axe. I threw a hatchet. <laughs> I guess hatchet throw. Uh, they called it axes, but um, I threw ten times at a target, and about three of them stuck and the reason they weren't sticking my I, my accuracy was good because I think I got the, I got the technique down but my right wrist was turning to the right just a little bit and the guy who was helping me I told him well I played a lot of baseball and he <laughs> yep, said do it, I bet. he said yeah we have a lot of baseball players uh, who come in and we make them throw left-handed just because uh, of that Interesting. tweak in the So anyway it's been a long no, that's not all I did I was at a open house <laughs> he asked through for 5 for, hours for one of my clients and uh, I was asked to uh, step outside and do that cuz they no, I don't like doing stuff like that. So, so anyway, have not been here too long, a little tired. So we're moving quickly. And before we go into our matchups and the pickums by G2, I'm still sticking to my guns, Chris, the Wagners and you. <laughs> we'll see. Thank you, thank you. I don't know if that's going to be true. I'll, Joe Ryan is probably saying, "Excuse me, yeah. I uh, think I'm going to step get aside." Spot. <laughs> Here's my team. Uh, and the way I, I lo- I've looked at week 10, 11, and twelve, and the way it plays out, I do think me and Joe Ryan have the best shot of the teams that are uh, five and four right now. Just the way the schedule plays out. Um, I think it's going to come down to him and I. We play in week 12. We could end up having the exact same record also. And so it's going to come down to points. So it's going to be really, really interesting what happens and and if there's going to be any big upsets because if that happens, then, I mean, you still, again, you have Dylan and Landon that technically are still in it and have I say that as if they're not in it, but they definitely are in it. So just because I think that Joe Ryan or I are the top teams doesn't mean it's going to end up like that. And, And by the way, I have an advantage just because we're talking about G2 getting in, I get to hear what G2 talks about when he's not on the air. And you're not absolutely super confident because I think you're just as critical of your team as, say, yes. Dylan or Landon or who am I leaving out? I, I think Thomas is at the point where he can say, 
I feel pretty good about my team. Oh yeah. I don't know sure. if he's got a, can say I've got a number one team, but I think he can say he's got a number two or number three team in the league. Right. Agreed. And, and I'm starting to feel better about JB's team. Cause he has one guy, I think on by one key, one of his key players, actually two, if you count, uh, McLaren or McLaurin, I, I can't remember the McLaurin. Wonders, McLaurin yeah. yeah. He's out too. I don't know if you'd call him a key guy, but you know, he's got a little bit of depth where he, he, he should win, uh, this week. So without further delay, if I hit the red button in the upper left-hand corner of the audio board, I'm trying to be very uh, deliberate in what I say. Three, two, one. First matchup, Acme Pack against East Dakota Community College. It's hard to bet against a team that's projected 160 points. Going with Chris on this one, it's going to be a good win for him. Next matchup, we already mentioned Deflator Gators against Stump. I think Deflator wins this game again on his rolling win streak here going against Stump. Next game, Team Ball against Dylan. This is a really big matchup, two five and four teams. Tonight might have played a big part in, in what's going on, the Thursday night game. Edging towards Dylan here. He takes the win and he's going to end up being six and four. Moving on, Team Miller and Need to Breeze. Unfortunately for Anthony, I don't think he's going to get another win here. And going to Thomas, as we said, his team is really solid and we're really confident in his players. Last matchup, Mr. Wright against MLB Baseball. I don't see you winning this game, although you have... Again, I was competitive you, last yeah, week. Yeah, and I think you could be competitive this week as well, but I'm still going to give the edge to Joe Ryan. Um, he had a good score from Gordon already for Thursday Night Football. I think that's going to help him out a lot. I agree i do want to back up so landon and dylan both are five and four very very big game those, could be a make it make a break it's a must win for each one of those can landon can he do anything to pull it off <sighs> i think he i don't know he does have some people on by zach Ertz, julian edelman alshon jeffrey philip Lindsay. kind of like me this week a little bit in his bye weeks um, it's going to be a tough game to win for him. Um, just too many, too many guys that are that are uh, boomer bust for him. I think. Before we cut out the waiver wire, we had a little bit of action on the did. waiver wire this week. Uh, Chris, he picked up a guy. Yes, he did. Were you impressed? He picked up. Was it Hunter? Hunter Renfro. Interestingly enough, I was watching the game tonight. Uh, I mean, we're as we're broadcasting here it's uh early friday morning but uh i was actually watching renfro and i was like man he's playing really well out of, the, out of the slot and making good good plays here i might think about picking up but i didn't realize that chris has picked him up already i mean he didn't put up a big fantasy output but just from a football perspective and doing well for a team i thought he looked really good out there on the field um you you picked up uh mckittrick McKissick. McKissick. Get your names right. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm th- I'm I'm thinking of Julio Jones. I'm thinking of Tom McKittrick, who's a longtime <laughs> okay. CPA in Kansas City, Missouri, and uh, one of the most gifted accountants I've ever worked. And I had so when I I just had him on my brain. Sorry about that. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, I it was kind of a choice between him and the uh, the Dolphins' uh, main guy thanks to the suspension of Walton. 
Uh, Mark Walton got suspended, and that was really based on events that had transpired earlier in the year or in the pre before the season started. Uh, I think things are going better for him. Uh, He did not dispute, did not appeal, so he's going to set out. He'll. I think he comes back at the beginning of December, and I do have him on my bench mainly just out of curiosity to see if he can maybe be somewhat decent for next year to see if he can be a guy who can pick up maybe 10, 12 points a game next year. Yeah, so I picked up him, and uh, again, you mentioned before, kind of a lot of action on the waiver wire this week. Um, We had at least four or five teams picking someone up. And then I picked someone up after the activity. At at 6 o'clock a.m. I did. So if I'm not mistaken, that does not count against my waiver wire selection. So I'll still be number four. I want to be number one. And hopefully there'll be a hype player that I can use my one selection on. <laughs> I think that is a wrap. I was worried we would not hit 20 minutes. We're at 23 minutes. And do you have anything else to add, G2? Big games this week. So uh, definitely watch some football this weekend. It's going to be fun. So, guys, enjoy the weekend. Stay warm, stay safe, and have a great time. Thank you for listening to Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk with the two Gs, Mark and Drew.